Who's the most important person on a college football team? Rivals has arrived. Welcome to another episode of Rivals. Scott Mitchell, Jason Buck here. That is the question, and I think it's a great question because I, it's a great I, question. I really believe a person on a college football team can have a massive, a massive influence. And I give you great, great examples of it, but, but you tell me first, who do you think is the most important person to a college football program? Oh, me, a defensive lineman. My hell. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no you're not kidding. <laughs> I, I'm kidding. No, you're not kidding. Because you were over there thinking quarterbacks, of course, me. Oh, no, not? this is not what you're thinking. Oh, not no. even close. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. Do you want me to help you out? Yeah, I know. I, I, I think we're well, probably going to say the same thing because you want me to say it? Because I, I, I think it's the, the head coach is the I don't think the number it's close. one spot. Yeah. I don't think there's any other position that even goes even remotely um, – matters has a, no. a greater impact than a coach can now he, now you he can make all the decisions right. he sets up the assistant coaches which assistant coaches are a huge part of it but that comes from the head coach right and so it's right and and it's a great topic to even talk about that because yeah. the the only the only position coaches that matter are coordinators that i mean really you can fill in spots with other coaches yeah. if you have a really good a really experienced coordinator that coordinator is going to teach a young coach this is what I need my defensive lineman doing. This is unacceptable. Yeah. They got to get there. Yeah. They they can develop coaches. Yeah. And but that de- those coordinator you pos- great coordinators. Co- coordinator positions are outstanding. Yeah. And you look at the University of Utah and that has been a huge huge deal in their success this year. Yeah. Because those coordinators, you know what they're doing? They're making adjustments like between series. P- yep. And and oh yeah. What's happened to BYU? Oh my God! What's happened with the two wins that have happened? You you know what's happened? Well, yeah, yeah. Kalani stepped in and micromanaged the defense and fixed it up so it played better. Rodericks, you know, started making the calls on the offense. On the they, offense. Made, they made some corrections, and I mean, people, dude, you know what a miracle Lavelle Edwards is to talk about Lavelle in this. He his two defensive coordinators. People don't remember how great Lavelle's defenses were. But he had Fred Whittingham from 1974 till through 1994. He had Fred Whittingham, old Fred, big Fred, NFL guy forever. And he had Dick Felt, an NFL guy forever. And those were your two D coordinators that he kept there for over 20 years that ran that heart and soul of that defense right. with Tom Ramage in there that was an NFL guy. I don't know how he kept those guys in Provo with so little money for so long. Because <laughs> right. that's what ha- we had. To, I mean, some of the. Best coaches Great in the United coaches. States of America yes. that stayed there for 20, 30 years. They were unbelievable coaches for little money right. for BYU. It was just a miracle. But it was, I mean, what studs he had in Scoville and Tolner and uh, um, Holmgren. I mean, it was. You're Norm, right. Norm Chow it, was a great quarterback. Yeah, and then Norm Chow but after where, that. But it came from the coach. It came, but it from, came from Lavelle. And it came from a coach going, look, I'm okay having guys smarter than me around. Yeah. That's part of it. But it's yeah. also. It's also these coaches create culture. Yes. And so USC just hired a brand new AD, but the guy that's really going to stir the drink there, so to yeah. speak, is going to be the new coach. Now, a bad AD can hurt a good coach. Oh, no no question. Right. And, I mean, he can hurt him. Right. But it is ultimately But, but if you get the right coach, it makes all the difference oh. in the world. 
All the difference in the world. Let me give you some examples, I think, that illustrate this perfectly. Pete Carroll goes to USC. I mean, they struggled for years before Pete Carroll got there. And they tried everything. They tried big-name pro guys uh, who were the hottest commodity in pro football or this this and that, whatever. And when Pete Carroll went there, he created a culture that just completely embraced who USC is. Yeah, and and he was brilliant about it, and they really should have won three national championships in a row, and probably could have won more, had they you know not gotten off in the weeds in certain things, and they didn't need to get off in the weeds, and then of course he left and went to Seattle, but he wasn't a great coach before he got there, but he just figured out how to create the right culture, and and that's what I think is really important. I'll give you another guy who, and and he kind of leaves, um, kind of. A, you know, awake in his in his in his hurricane or his his uh, tornado as he comes through, and that's Urban Meyer. Yeah, where Urban Meyer came to Utah, and he took Ron McBride's recruits. Yeah, right. He didn't go out and just magically. He didn't have time to have no. his own recruits. And in two years, poof, they're they're a totally different program. Yeah. And and it was it was what he was willing to do. It, it was, was that extra sauce, right? It, it it's a I guy mean, that's going to go and ride tracks, yeah, and gonna and just going to get out and meet the people and go come and see us, come and be a part Create of the us energy and, and whatever, inspire the yes. players to a whole new level of ball. Because you had the same players, the leadership, and that's where I see. And the flip of that, you see great coordinators turn around and try to be head coaches, and they suck at being a head coach. Charlie Weiss. Yeah, who was with the with the Patriots and the early success of Tom Brady, and then he goes to Notre Dame, and he's atrocious. He's, yeah, he's just not. A, he's just not good. Isn't it funny, and, you, and they got this great. They're like, I you put a muzzle on them. They're like the mad scientists. You put a muzzle on them and lock them in a cage in the back room and let them do what they do well, right? And formulate all this magic, and they can do it. But then you ask them to be a leader in front of the team and to do what you're talking about with Urban right. Meyer and to inspire and talk and work the media and work the people and work as coaches and be the leader, and they can't do it. They can do draw X's and O's and formulate and set up in the box and call down plays, but they can't lead. So there, and, there's and, a huge and difference. And it's not just being in the right place. Like like take take Florida State right now. I mean, you should win at Florida State. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you just almost you almost have to be average, and you can win at Florida State, right? Right. And and uh, Willie Taggart just, I mean, just destroyed it. Yeah. And Clay Helton, just who I really like, I got to know him when we went and interviewed him at the Pac-12 Media Days. Really liked him. I, I surprisingly liked him a lot more than I thought I would. And he just kind of can't quite get the, you know, USC should win the conference every year. Yeah. Yeah, every they, year they should it shouldn't even they be should. i mean they should be like alabama and get every upset year. once in a while every, with the cinderella team right. but they're the team to be right? they always are and yeah. and, and it, they should be like alabama they yeah. should get the best players in the country yeah easily i mean california by itself and and if you're a top recruit the number one place you want to go is to usc yeah and and everyone recruits in california every school it's it's california is bigger than canada Right. I mean, there's 38 million, 39 yeah. million people that live Just in, in California, California alone. It's yeah. a hotbed, a hot, hotbed of recruiting. And and if you're the top dog, I mean, yeah. Alabama is not a big state, right? Yeah. It, it, they get not kids, like California. No, but they get kids from all over the place yeah. that go to Alabama. Yeah. And there's no reason that, that 
so it's not it's not the it's not the venue. It's not the school. It literally is the coach yeah. going in there with the right frame of mind and the right charisma, and that coach can change everything in a New York minute. In a New York minute. Yeah. Yep. All right. hundred percent agreed. Well, Rivals has arrived, and guess what? It's now time to go, Jason. You always got to kick me off because I just don't let go. I'm yes. like a piranha. No, he's like a <laughs> he's like a pit bull. <laughs> I'm off to my corner. He's like bad breath. <laughs> he just can't get rid of it. He's like, ooh. All right, well, we're But powered. then you love me and you always come yeah, back. Yeah, give you some gum and you're fine. All right, uh, we're powered by kslsports.com. Find us on Facebook at The Rivals Podcast, Twitter at The Rivals Show. Until then, uh, don't act like Jason. <laughs> <laughs>